Why should I be frightened of dying? See no reason for it. You better go sometimes. Hello, and welcome to the Sam Reed's Near Death Experiences podcast. Thank you very much for listening today. I often like to read NDEs from around the world coming to us from different cultures. And while I was reading a few the other night, I found one from Germany that I thought might be interesting to read and share. This one is coming from a man named Michael, and this experience happened in 2017. It is translated from German, so if there are any strange phrases or wordings that is the reason. The cause of the NDE seemed to be a complication between his blood pressure and an injury that he sustained while renovating his house. And then he also shares a story of something that happened to him in the aftermath of his NDE. I found this account on the Near-Death Experience Research Foundation website, nderf.org. And I will post a link to this story in the description of this episode, in case any of you all want to read it. So, without any further preamble, this is Michael's near-death experience. Quote, In 2017, my wife and I had been renovating our present home in order to move in. I have to use medication since 2010 to stabilize my blood pressure and on this day I felt not well. As we had been under time pressure, I still had to continue to grind off and oil the ceiling, working with my arms above the head. I forgot to take my medication and felt a rise of blood pressure, and then I hit my hand with the hammer, hurting it, bloody and it was quite painful. When I decided to have a break with a friend and took my hands down, I started feeling slightly dizzy. We went outside to drink a shorle, wine mixed with sparkling water. I felt the dizziness and sat down on the cold stairs outside until everything went dark in front of my eyes. Then everything was black and I only remember waking up, being in the arms of my wife and I saw my friend with his wife shaking me. About the experience, I only perceived the darkness coming, and after this, I found myself in a dark, circular room that was completely black. But in there, I couldn't feel any cold, but an incredible warmth and well-being. Never before in my life did I have this kind of feeling. It was a downright excessive feeling of safety and security, stronger than any hug when I was a child. It felt like love, warmth, security, safety, well-being, relaxation, welcome. Everything that you had already experienced in life, but all together at once. In front of myself, in a certain distance, I saw a bright, round, light window wherein you could see something green and rainbow-colored. I was surrounded by figures slash people that I didn't see, 
but I could very distinctly feel how they softly put their hands on me and were guiding me. I didn't see them, but I perceived exactly that they had been loved ones from my life intercepting me. If they were still alive or already deceased, I could not tell, except that my feeling now tells me that they had been deceased. I was sitting on something so that I didn't need to walk, and I had the feeling that my preferred deceased pets were there too. Then I perceived a fast ending of this feeling, and I was aware that the hands let go to leave me there. Then I opened my eyes and looked at the face of my friend shaking me and looked at the face of my wife holding me. With this came a feeling of anger and disappointment because they were tearing me away from this wonderful feeling. I felt an incredible sadness because I felt again my body and my exhaustion. But later on, I also felt fine again as if deep down in myself something had been recharging me or giving me power. For about ten minutes afterwards, I was somehow perturbed, because I didn't know any more what exactly was reality, and I had to tell them what happened, as I needed to share the incredible feeling I had experienced. Deep in my memory, I have the pictures of the whole sequence, and I see myself sitting on the stairs. I see my friend with the glass in his hand, running toward me and asking what's wrong. Then he looked at me and hit my face until he saw that there was only white in my eyes and that they had been twisted back. Very nervously, he called his wife and mine out of the house. My wife took a seat to my left, holding me in her arms, and he was in front of me shaking and buffeting me to wake me up. His wife was standing next to him and wanted to call the emergency number. That's what I believe I saw, but I'm not very sure about that because those pictures were only coming up one or two days later and I can't really distinguish between reality and imagination. But my friend said that according to his knowledge about the whole sequence, this is approximately consistent with what happened and that this whole thing took something between three and ten minutes. But we have to consider that in this moment the feeling of time might be a bit vague. After this I was still quite sad for several days as I realized that I might probably not feel this feeling again for a long time and I'm looking forward to that moment. During my life, I always had been already a very empathic person, and I always could sense the people that I know well. Because of this feeling, I could always understand them and could tell them in general about their present feelings, what really scared them quite a bit. Since this experience, I feel this much more intensely. I can even tell some thoughts of my counterpart. A little story after this event that seems a bit odd and I don't know if it fits in with it. In 2018, we took over the hotel and restaurant of my parents. Since the year of the event, each time I looked at the clock, it was either 9.11 a.m. or 19.11 p.m. and the numbers 911 have been chasing me at least once a day. Moreover, 
I always got a feeling that somebody is with me, and sometimes I also clearly could see a person in my presence, looking at me fondly. I never could see this person distinctly because it is always moving, but never running away from me. My strong feeling and conviction about this person is that this is my deceased grandfather, who bought this building for my father and who also died in this renovated house. In 2019, there was a big fire in our restaurant, and from then on, I didn't see a person anymore, and the number 911 has stopped. Nevertheless, I sometimes have the extremely warm feeling that just now, somebody is next to me and is hugging me. Great thanks for the possibility of trying to put the experience in words, while the experience can never be described. Best greetings, Michael Z. End quote. So that was Michael's near-death experience, and many thanks to him for wanting to share it. There were a couple things that stood out to me that I thought I might point out. The one thing was just the way he tried to describe what happened to him in the aftermath of his experience, the anger and fear that he felt that he might not get that feeling back, and some of the objective aspects, I suppose, of what he was going through. And what I mean by that is the feelings and the images which he says come up for him. And that might be just a translational type of thing going on where it might mean something different in German, but the way he put it as this, the image of what happened came up for him and that he had a difficult time distinguishing between reality and imagination, I think shows the truly objective nature of our psychology, of the psyche itself, and the way he worded that, I thought, was very meaningful. That after this experience, he, everything was heightened, it seems, that the feelings and images which came up for him had truly an objective basis. They came up out of the depths, and he was trying to sort through what was real and what was imagination, to which I would only say that that which happens to us objectively is real regardless of whether it's coming from within or without. Perhaps not physically real, but real in the sense that it is experienced. And alongside this, Michael mentions that story of coming across the numbers 911 and perhaps seeing his deceased grandfather where he was working. And that is another example of the objective nature of what stands out to us. The fact that this pattern was imposing itself upon him to see these numbers over and over again, that for some reason whenever his head was turned, it was to see these numbers on the clock. And then, almost as mysteriously, the fact that after this big fire happened, that this pattern, this 
phenomena stopped. Almost as if these things that he'd been noticing were a premonition or a warning of sorts. And perhaps the NDE had given him more openness to receive or to notice these little strange happenings. But the NDE and the strange story of these synchronicities happening are ultimately only true and meaningful for Michael himself and belong to him and him alone. And for us, perhaps it can inspire us to pay closer attention in our own lives if there is something which our attention is drawn to or something which comes up objectively for us to start to look if there is any pattern which is appearing within or without and just to take notice and perhaps learn something. So I think we'll wrap up there and thanks again to Michael for sharing that experience. Thank you all for listening and if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star rating on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use because that really helps us out. And I will be back again with another near-death experience sometime soon. Until then, I hope you all stay healthy and safe and well. Bye.